I mean, there's bad moms too. Like Cersei is. This is not Mother's Day. This is <laughs> no, not I'm Bad saying. Moms Brewery. <laughs> I don't know why this show is so popular. This is a detail podcast. Being a father is a lot of hard work. Well, it is if you do it right. So lace up your New Balance shoes, empty the pockets of your cargo shorts, and fire up the grill. This week, we are talking about Bad Dad Brewing and TV's Worst Dads. Hello and welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin, and alongside me is... Not the father, Saf, and with me is... (laughs) Keith, and alongside me is... Pale, I am all your fathers, and I am not a bad father, except on Sundays during football season. (laughs) Papa Pale. Today's episode, we are featuring beer from Bad Dad Brewing, and we are talking about the bad dads of television. Pretty exciting, yeah. We have a ton of beer from them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and Keith went down there. Well, he went down, and I went up there. We kind of met in the middle, and... We just, yeah, we did little pull the pull action meeting <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> we decided that we were going to go check this place out. I've been there before, and he'd always driven by there and never really got a chance to go based on hours that a small town brewery would be open, whatever. I'll let him tell the t- story later, but he'd never quite gotten there. And so we finally had an opportunity to go there, and it was not disappointing. And we ended up like leaving with so many beers, and we're like, we might as well put this on the show. Yeah. Yes. Showcase. Let's go. I think this was Keith's idea, too, to pick the topic for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. As I thought about all those beers in my fridge, thinking, hmm, what could we do? It's June. What's coming up soon? (laughs) Father's Day. Let's talk about Bad Dad Brewing and drink all these wonderful beers at the same time. It's Bad Dad's Day. Yep. So this is the first beer that we have in front of us. It is the uh, Tapestry of Obscenity. I thought it was obesity, like when I first. Yes. That's what I said. I was like, "Damn, oh. they're really like laying this on thick." But <laughs> the word is obscenity. It is six point six percent ABV. Uh, they don't do any IBUs on their cans or anything, so I don't think there was anything on Untapped either. No, there wasn't even like a blurb on Untapped. So not even a blurb. Wow, oh, I can read what it says on the can, which is pretty cool. Well, it says a couple different things on here. Uh, I don't know if this is just about the brewery. Maybe this is on every can. We'll find out as we go. But first it says, dads have a way about them. Some may call it reckless, but we like to think of it as adventurous. That's how we brew our beer. In the pursuit of greatness, we try new things, go where others fear to tread, and always come back with some damn fine beer. Stick with us. We'll show you what beer can be. Um, And then the notes for this one... Uh, right under that, it says hops so smooth and citrusy, you won't bleeping believe it. I feel like that should be the blurb on Untapped. Sure, so huh. we can edit it. We'll do it. Well, at the end of the show, we'll just like take all these blurbs <laughs> from the cans and throw them on Untapped. Yes. It's probably because the people who put it on there aren't associated with the brewery. They're just putting it right. in there because it's not there. True. I guess speaking of the can, we could talk about. Yeah. Yeah. The... Did, did that caption say what it was? Because I didn't say what it was. It's an India Pale Ale. It did not say in what I read. It does say that on the can. It mm-hmm. also has... So all their cans are basically the same concept. It's like a black background. Kind of looks like a chalkboard almost mm-hmm. with the white drawing and some other 
accented colors. This one is red um, accents. And uh, I like the label. It's a sticker label, but it's also got some, uh, I don't know, rounded corners and stuff to it. It's like a beveling. Right. And the it's got a big B that kind of sticks out where the Bad Dad Brewing mm-hmm. logo is. And then the main design is like a puff of smoke with some lightning going through it. It looks like a, a fight on a cartoon where yep. all the cartoon characters get into a big old scuffle and it's just a puff of smoke surrounded by some red asterisks. Let's assume those are swear words. Swear words, yes. And then there's always a dad joke on these cans, which yes. is pretty cool. So if you look at towards the right side of the can, it says, what do you get when you mix an elephant and a rhino? Elephino! Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Does your say something different? No, it says same no. thing. Same thing. All right, so it's just the same print? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was like... Uh, the Laffy Taffies, right? Where you get a yeah. different joke. Or the Popsicle for... Sticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you, like, read the riddle and you got to eat the yeah. fucking Popsicle <laughs> just to figure out what it says, what the joke is. Uh, the can also says 6.3% ABV, whereas Untap says 6.6. What? Yeah, I like what nice. it says underneath the notes. It yeah. says, uh, don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wonder if that's different every time. I mean, it could be. I feel like the obscenity part is the reason yeah. why you don't tell don't your mother, tell your mother yeah. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just said something very bad. Don't tell your mom I said that. Mm-hmm. You stub your toe. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell your mom I said that. Uh, but That's a no-no word. Since it's a bad dad, um, he's always saying don't tell your mother. So it could be on every can. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that could be. We'll, we'll find out as we go. As I said. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the beer. Who wants to describe it? The color and the sniff. Color-wise? Citrusy, hazy. On the nose. Smells a bit like a New England. It's definitely light in color. I can just smell the smoothness. Most hazy. Can't see through it. Pretty light. Probably between like a three, three and a six or something like that. Six seems too orange to me. Yeah, a little bit. I'd say between one and four, but I don't know. Whatever you guys are seeing. It's not quite Pichu. Yeah, I think I grew with the four part. I was going to say three or four, five at most. So let's get over here. Yeah, get I like that. Here. Get over here. That's what all the bad dads are saying now, since we're so old and since Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They all watched it last month when it was on HBO. I watched it on Friday, the 1995 version. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you went back in retro. Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to watch this, I'm going to rewatch the movie. Not what I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one bit. Um, it smells pretty, pretty uh, citrusy. I yeah. think you guys said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, just a mm-hmm. very piney nose. Yeah, hints of that. But yeah, it's a, it's your stereotypical Keith favorite beer. <laughs> <laughs> At least it does on the nose. But when you take a sip, I was yeah, pleasantly it's very surprised. Very citrusy. Yeah, that is a that is a good thing about this beer. Yeah. It's uh, it's shocking, right? It's um, it's light and smooth. Mm-hmm. Juicy. Got some uh, great for pale in there. <laughs> I don't get the overpowering notes of like hops like I do on some of these uh, juicy IPAs. It's not bi- like not bitter, really. It's uh, toned down quite a bit more on the juicy side, a little more enjoyable. Yeah, it almost seems watered down, but I'm not saying that negatively. It's just saying like yeah. the bitterness is watered down. Mm-hmm. Right. right, it's very hot forward. I think. Mm-hmm. Where you get the flavor of the hops up front, and then on the back end is where you have like that smooth, juicy, 
I don't want to say watery taste, but mm-hmm. more fluid flow mm-hmm. flavor or taste to it. There's just a slight bitterness on the tongue left in your mouth, but nothing too uh, too bad. So if we had to guess, uh, IBUs. Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Got to make the beer drinking section somewhat palatable. Get it? <laughs> I'm going to go with 24. 24? Yeah, that is actually pretty low. <laughs> Yeah, I would. Was Kiefer Sunderland a father? <laughs> Jack Bowers just Jack seems Brown. like a a dad TV show. Twenty four. <laughs> that is a dad <laughs> TV show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're right, though. I mean, regardless of wanting to make a pun <laughs> as a dad was, joke, it was in the twenties for me, in my yeah. opinion. So I just went with that one, hundred percent, because it's it's the upfront flavor of the hop definitely has something to it. But as as you progress through that sip, it's very mellow. Untapped. Anybody looking at that? Yeah. I have, out of 1,199 check-ins, that should change here soon, uh, mm-hmm. 3.84 average. Not too shabby. I had one friend who will remain nameless. You guys probably had more. <laughs> me. It was me, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nameless, my bad. It was a secret. You spoiled it. A secret. It. Now yes. you know your own score. Uh, I got Wayne Horn, and he gave it a four out of five without any comments. It was a taster, though. Okay, I got. I have a few. Do you have any more? That was it. Okay. Besides you, um, I there all three of them didn't say anything, so they're losers. <laughs> um, friend Sarah, bartender at Sun King, she checked in. Then at a three, I value your opinion on beers uh, least and least less and less. Least and least, I thought you said Lisa. Lisa, I think it's Elise. I was like, Who's Elise? Uh, yeah, uh, your your beer preferences are weak if you gave this a three, even though the average is a three. Something, uh, Robert Ecker drink it at the brewery, he gave it a four, and then our good friend Dustin Wood from the barrel chat gave it a 325. So, I guess Sarah's uh, three is not that bad. <laughs> Dustin Wood gave it a three and a quarter. But he doesn't like juicy IPAs. If I remember correctly, he like badmouthed them when we were on his show. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big fan. Yikes. I just think it was like a trend that he didn't see last scene, and that was what, a couple years ago? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't completely wrong, but yeah. it lies. I mean, it's run its course, but it's still around. Right. I feel bad for the new breweries who are popping up. Like they had really good showings at like tastings with these beers. And finally, they're able to open their breweries, and this is all they have for them. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a dying fad, man. Yeah. You got to have a well rounded selection of different uh, styles. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, you just need to be on the seltzer train and sour train. And oh, that's true. good. Traditional beer is going out. opening my brewery. The slushy train. Slushy. Sushi sounds good. Oh, slushy. I was thinking sushi. <laughs> slushy. Slushy. Was that all your friends? Yeah, it was all my friends. I got, this is not a friend. I do not know this person. His or her name is Joe. And they said, having a beer with 135,000 of my closest friends, tasty, slightly bitter. And they checked it in at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Nice. So they're at Indy 500, it seems. Oh, and they gave it a three and a half out of five. I should have said the score. I was David T. Go ahead. David T. says, at a wings, etc. In between baseball games, yup, this is a good beer. A little fruity. A little fruity? What do you mean? But it's going down well. Oh, and it's a vacation day for me, bitches. Oh, lucky him. He gave it a four. Or 
yeah, he profile picture confirms he gave it a four. <laughs> it's a work day for us. If you count yeah. this as work. <laughs> vacation day or what he just like was the 11th is oh yeah the 11th was a friday he took a day off for this beer gotcha all right for what were you uh scrolling before i cut you off no i was just uh scrolling through i wasn't really reading a whole lot of them but i was just seeing where people are checking it in and it seems to be all around north um indiana around fort wayne here and indy because um, i was surprised to see it's at Soulbird. It was there for a while here in Fort Wayne. Somebody wow. was drinking it at a Tin Caps game, so they must have had it at the stadium. I don't know if that was a beer tasting day or not, but um, it's probably like one of those fancy vendors, right? Yeah. Every ball game you go to, you have like your usual spots where you can get your your shit piss beer, <laughs> and then you have like one spot where you can get like the expensive like eleven dollar cans. Yep. We got a check in from Ted's Beer Hall, which not oh. surprised about. That's yeah. Ted's got a bunch. Of Ted's got stuff. a big. Uh, Selection up north, Fort Wayne. Oh, yeah. All right. I updated my score. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, fancy. And the the initial score was 375, and I probably, it was. I think he's there. I think I was in location when I had it, which means I had an entire flight mm-hmm. <laughs> of Bad Dad beers with me. And so probably the score later in this episode is going to reflect the same thing that I just happened to have this one later in the night uh, when I had that, so the score may have been lower. I actually enjoyed that beer quite a bit. It was smooth, uh, had the hop up front. It, it was just nice. I liked it. So I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. Um, I really like the citrus in it and how the fruitiness and the hoppiness is not overpowering, which, as you all know, is uh, not my favorite. I don't want it too hoppy. I really like the citrus sticks with you. Very light, easy drinking, because this is Pale and I's second can of this. We started with this one before the show, um, and it went down very smooth, very quickly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I could drink a lot of these. Uh, I went uh, just a little click up ahead of you guys. I went four and a quarter. I really enjoyed the juiciness, the smoothness. As I mentioned in a previous episode, the like triple IPAs don't really... They aren't like, they're like turning me off a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit too much bitterness for me these days. Um, so I I could definitely drink a bunch of these and I probably lean more towards something like this than with the stuff that we've drank like six months ago or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, very good and very well done. <laughs> very dead thing to say. <laughs> yeah. You know those... You know those triple <laughs> IPAs? Yeah. Not a fan. You know those triples thingies? Are we, are we drinking a triple art? No, I'm not. <laughs> but those triples, they can get off my lawn. <laughs> All right. So I went with the majority on this one, and I gave it a four. So we've got like a three-way hand-holding, excluding Pale, the real dad. <laughs> uh, and I said it's an excellent, easy-drinking beer, perfect for a hot day or a hot room as we are experiencing. It, My vent just doesn't want to work. It, it, uh, it went down really almost too easily in this room. So I, I like having that as an option always as just like a simple to easy to drink beer. Uh, so the first one on the list is Don Draper from Mad Men. I watched Mad Men. I might be the only one here that did. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's, it's actually a really good show. Uh, and he's a bad dad, but I don't know if he's 
bad enough. He's not the worst dad. He's like an absentee father. He's not really ever around. He cheats on his wife a bunch. He's kind of a drunk, but he he's a kind of typical 60s dad. <laughs> like He's just like never around. He works all the time. He works out of town. Uh, I wouldn't say he's the worst dad, but he's definitely a bad dad. Right. It sounds like he's like a bad dad in sense of like real life bad yeah. father, not uh, a glorified sitcom bad dad yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what you're going to get with the show like Mad Men being something like very like factual yeah. uh, to the time frame, time period. So he's kind of an honorable mention bad dad. Uh, I think the next one is up in the the worst dad territory, which is Walter White. Yep. Yes. Well, Walter from Break, Breaking Bad. I think Walter, he his intentions were good, but obviously, yeah. as the seasons progressed, he just gave in to being drug lord. <laughs> I think his plan Camping. was very like self revolving, very selfish. Yeah, and uh, really kind of keep a lot of stuff from his family and uh i just felt felt so bad for his son and his wife and it was like see season after season like coming up with bullshit and <laughs> yeah this is horrible. all for you but Con- i'm gonna lie honestly to lying to like keep his secret and it was hard to watch at times yeah, he starts he's it starts out as a good thing he's dying of cancer and he wants to leave enough money for his wife and his child but then it just he goes off the rails and breaks bad. <laughs> yep. And you're a bad dad if you're if your show is called Breaking Bad. <laughs> this is true. It's if your son is constantly like, "Where the hell have you been, Dad? What the fuck is going on?" And you're like lying, like every single day. And he's, you're a bad dad. And he's got like cerebral palsy or something. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. He's got the crutches, and you're lying to him. That's like double bad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> and you're like murdering people on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many bad things. That's why I loved when he finally showed like the stack of cash to his wife. Be like, I did mm-hmm. this for the family. This is for you. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care about the money. <laughs> I did this all for you. Right. It's just like uh, you've been lying to me for three years. That was the moment where he's like, no longer a noble cause. Like oh, I'm an asshole, and I just better embrace it at this point and just leave as much as I can to them. They can hate me, but at least they'll have money. That's a good takeaway. Yeah. All right, let's hop into our next beer, and then we'll get to a couple more bad dads right after we go fill up these glasses. All right, number two in front of us is a double. It's not quite at the pale hatred level (laughs) yet. It's only a double, not a triple. But it is called Kiss the Cook. Fire up those grills. Fire up the grills, baby. Uh, this one, since it's a double, it's going to have a little bit more alcohol by volume. It is 8.8%. We will, again, of course, have to play the game to figure out how many IBUs. So get your dad puns ready for that. <laughs> uh, the can is basically the same uh, style as the previous can we just had. Uh, this accent color is orange. Um, it's like a burnt orange style thing, uh, probably to represent fire because this is a oh. grill. Mm-hmm. And speaking of grill, in the middle of the can is a grill, a good old charcoal, old-fashioned grill. Uh, three steaks on there, I think, maybe? One, two, three, four, five. I got five steaks. T- yeah. T-bone steaks. I meant on the I meant on, you on the grill. On the grill. Oh, how many, you can fit on the grill. Oh, how many can fit? On the grill, yeah. I was trying to be technical. On the can, there are more. I was yeah, on say. the can, there are... 
Yeah, there are five T-bones and four tongs. I just don't think you need that many tongs. It's like, not even enough if you were doing one per steak. I like how the great, one. the great doesn't even connect to it. What's up with that? Like it's like broken. Did it rust? Oh. It's like the great rusted and not the space. It's rusting on the charcoal. It's possible. So it's an old charcoal grill. Yep. All right. So notes about this. This light-bodied beer boasts boosts boosts a tropical bouquet with mild bitterness. The flavor lingers slightly, but dissipates enough to warrant another sip. Mm. <laughs> the dad joke. You ready? Oh, okay. Uh, what do you call someone with nobody and a nose? Oh, what do you call somebody with no body? Nobody. And no nose. I uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I I literally ruined you, that joke yeah. the way that I read the fucking question. <laughs> With nobody knows. What do you call nobody knows? What do you call nobody knows? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the beer looks uh, exactly the same as our last one. Very similar. Yeah. Maybe a shade darker. Um, it's really close to Tails Tails, but I'm... We can go one shade darker. Yeah, probably Tails Tails. Yeah, I like Tails Tails. Or Star Fox Fur. I mean, it's, it's a five or six. It's definitely not yeah. a four anymore. There is a lingering, like, foam on mine, too, like a creaminess, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we yeah. are closer to pouring it than the last time, since we poured that one during setup. Yeah. So I'd have to say that we'll go with Star Fox's Fur, uh, because all the new dads out there's favorite game used to be Star Fox 64. <laughs> this is true. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's good enough for me. <laughs> Even dads before that, they played Star Fox on the SNES. Yep, that's true. I was just trying to think of millennial dads. Mm-hmm. None of them played Sonic. That is a fact. And that is a goddamn fact. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of Mortal Kombat. For sure. Uh, let's smell it, I guess. Fruity. Mm-hmm. IPA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of burnt. as much this Kind of burny at the end. On the nose? Bernie Sanders? The Bernie Sanders. Like, like I can feel the burn. <laughs> Wait, so in the back of your throat, you can feel the burn? Like you're you're drinking this instead of smelling it? He's been drinking it. I say we're on the nose. We're not. We're on the nose? Yet. Oh, you guys need to, catch, <laughs> need to catch up to my level. <laughs> if you're feeling the burn on the back of the throat when you're smelling it, then you're smelling it. <laughs> It's going you in my nostril. Right, this is not a this is not a beer. Then, Keith, would you pour me? God damn it! Hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce. Bed day. Oh, uh, jeez, you guys are drinking your beers with your mouth. You guys are plebes. <laughs> Get a straw and snort it, <coughs> and then do that as a reaction. It almost came out my nose. I would have got the sniff the back way. <laughs> I sniffed it through the back door. Oh, hey. All right, while we're, we're just going to start drinking. That's another dad joke. Bob's dad, but. Yeah. Back door. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a throwback. I mean, you got to live those moments. While we're taking a sip, this is probably like, it's it's very similar. I feel like this beer is the tapestry just doubled. It seems that way. Similar flavor. So it's like probably in the 30s a little bit more on the the bitterness because the the hops linger a little bit more for me. This does seem a little bit juicier and it could just be because it's uh, more sugar because the alcohol is up a little bit, 2% on this. So it could just be sweeter because of that. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely more, a little bit higher in the, in the flavor, to, in the bitter flavor department. So yeah. 30-ish, I don't know. In, in the 30s. 
30, I would also accept like 30, early 40. 32? I would say 33 is what I was thinking, like Rolling Rocks. Because dads. I was going to say 33 as yeah, well. Dads 30, drink 30. a lot of the Rolling well, Rock yeah, beer. I was never a beer. fan of it. But my dad always goes, Oh, I like the Rolling Rock. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> It's an old is guy. That a, is that a song from Bob Dylan? No. Rolling Stone? <laughs> I think yeah. I have a can of Rolling Rock up on my shelf somewhere. Oh, is, I, it, in your fridge. is it closed? Uh, it's been drank, yes. The sub-level 33 also works. It's a Godzilla reference. Oh, yeah. It's the level where Mecha Godzilla is assembled, and Godzilla feels like a dad movie. Yeah, I mean, you you had Walter White in it mm-hmm. as a really bad dad in that <laughs> movie, too. I know, my dad loved all the classics. The Godzilla Classic versus Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla and nice. all those... All those VHSs that you have, Keith? Seen them all. On Untapped, there are a lot fewer check-ins for this one. Uh, only 297 ratings. Average is slightly higher at 3.93. I have three check-ins. Or two, because one's me. Hmm. I have two friends check this in. Uh, Sarah from The Last Beer, she gave it a four and a half. She literally pooped on the one beer and gave this one a four and a half. She wants to get drunk. She must have gotten drunk on it. And then the other one we have we have is a friend of the show, uh, Bill Cruisinger. He gave it a three point eight. No comments though. He just had this like uh, nine days ago. Dang, a lot of people like this one. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you guys don't have any friends other than me. Nope. Uh, nope. No friends. I had the same one. Checking That's why I'm already kinda. going through other people here. I'm just double checking before we just skipped over. Yeah. You know. Mike says, sweet citrus and a slightly malty taste. Pretty smooth for a double IPA. My favorite from Bad Dad thus far. Well done. Four and a half. Bottle caps. Lina B. I'm assuming that's how she pronounces her name. Lina? Lina? She says, I love it. Crisp IPA with all the flavor. Multiple exclamation points. She gave it a four and a half as well. (laughs) Jeff K. said, Super clean and light for ABV. Four out of five. Got it on draft at Dickie's Wild Hair. Oh, yeah, it's right down the street. Yeah, what do they what do they call the fries there? The Shag, uh, Scooby Snacks or Shaggy Scooby Snacks? Scooby Snacks. Yeah, Shaggy Snacks. I know the like Moose Place calls them one thing, yeah. and then and the Scooby and Shaggy Snacks. Mad Anthony was Scooby. Yeah. Oh, you're is. right. Oh, they used to be part of it, and then. Yeah. Munchies Emporium. Yeah, Munchie. It's mm. all changed names now. That's why I think these are like Shaggy or something. They're very similar. Dave B says a bit more citrus than expected for a double Imperial, but very drinkable. This is weird. Aaron K, nice little bite to this one, almost like an acidic pineapple. Sounds kind of weird, but it works well. Gave it a 3.8 because he's a supporter. Does he not know what pineapples taste like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting pineapple. Are pineapples acidic already? Yeah. It's an acidic pineapple. It's just like saying you have uh... a wet watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) This is a juicy orange. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so stupid. Well, I already checked mine in. Me too. I'm not. I'm not going to change mine. I think I'm going to keep it. I I just went with the same score as the tapestry, which was a four, because it basically tastes the same to me. Just slightly more alcohol changes the flavor slightly but it's still good it's just slightly more alcoholic version of the tapestry i gave it a four as well i gave it a four the night that i had it with keith i believe 
Yeah, this is because uh, this is recent. I didn't get this until when we went. Okay, and I, I bought it. I'm struggling here to talk. <laughs> okay, so when when me and Keith went, I bought pretty much the same amount he did of uh, to go beers, and I drank one of them that night. And it, obviously, my palate is was improved from the last time, but I still think it's very close to the the tapestry, uh, as our staff said, and it's just very. Uh, it's just juicier. It, it's, I guess, it's a uh, not really juicier. It's a little bit more bitter and a little bit more like uh, there's some, there's something a little the bit flavor, more, to it, but it's not like the alcohol flavor, like whatever flavor the, yeah. the alcohol brings to the table. Right, exactly. And it's 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 the same beer, but a little bit better. But yeah. it, it's not like head and shoulders better. Like if I grab this beer or the tapestry, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you put them in front of me and swapped them, swapped yeah. them around, I probably wouldn't know the difference. I could probably tell you a difference. Like I can be like, all right, this probably this one because of this, but the same it's the same time. I'm just gonna drink the same beer. It's just fine with me. Be hard to tell if you had it in a flight though, and you're drinking these side by side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I give it a four to five, and probably as soon as I did that, I don't know why I dropped it lower than the tapestry because it's not any worse. It's just a little different, a little more boozy, a little more sugary. Um. But I enjoyed it. I like the citrus. I think there's a little bit different uh, profile on the citrus, in my opinion. Maybe not as smooth as the tapestry, but uh, still very easy to drink. And, and I like it a lot. It's also, uh, also like one tick lower than your triple. So you're like, ah, it's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, ah, uh, I got to yes. bring it back. Bring it down a little bit. Take it back. <laughs> um. I went ahead and uh, uh, broke up this hand-holding club, and I went 3.75, boys, sorry. Um, Wowzers. Um, well, I gave the last one a four, and I like that one because it was a lot sweeter. The only reason this one's a little bit lower is because the hops are more present for it, and you know that's just me. I'm picky like that. But you're right. It, it's just a stronger version of what we had before. Um, I don't know how many of these I would drink, but the other ones I could feel like i could drink a lot more this just feels a little bit oh, yeah, heavier for sure. heavier mm-hmm. to drink yeah, the, so the eight percent or yeah. the almost nine percent is clearly present yeah like if i were if i had if i didn't feel like i was gonna worry about consequences i might have two two like, there's no way i could have a four pack no it's just too heavy but it's not a bit i'm gonna open this window and yell at these kids to get off your lawn are they really like? <laughs> no, they're yard? like walking up and down the sidewalk though, and I want to be oh. like, Can you <laughs> "Get off my lawn!" <laughs> I just hear them like yelling. All right, uh, all right. So the next two on this list, which are not quite the next two, but they are uh, number nine and number eight on the list, which is a really weird way of putting this. But I guess we're just putting number one up on a pedestal. <laughs> uh, number nine would be Rick Sanchez. I'm actually taking this one because I know who this is. Yes. Well, these aren't in any particular order. <laughs> we'll organize them at the end. Well, ninth on the list. <laughs> uh, he is the the best character on the show. If you like dumb people, then I guess Morty's the best character on the show. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> they work together as, together as a tandem, and he's probably like in the category of like coolest grandpa, but also like a real dick to Morty. Yeah. yeah. And so it could be kind of like, uh, you're, you know, <laughs> you're taking him on these adventures, but you're using him, but you're also abusing him, but you're also a cool hip grandpa. But 
he is really bad to Beth. Yes, that he is, is true. There's one. There's one part of many things that you can say why he's bad to Beth is he fucking cloned her, mm-hmm. and he can't remember who Which is the, the clone. Original? And <laughs> oh. one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so she has this inner monologue as to, "Am I the clone? Am I the real Beth?" And well, he, he she kind of asked him to do that in a way because she wanted yeah. to experience life without having children or whatever, like being yeah. able to go and do her own thing. And then he he erased his memory, yeah, so that way he wouldn't know, and so that way she wouldn't know who which one's the real one, right? It's just it's it's fucked up. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Beth really asked for it, but it was still pretty messed up. Another instance, I guess, this is uh, along the same lines of how parents do their parenting today. Uh, where they can't handle their kids, so they throw a tablet at them. Yeah, put them in front of the TV. Put them in front of the TV. Yeah. Uh, give them a phone. Uh, he built an entire world for <laughs> Beth to play in, and she walked in and took her friend and then left her fucking friend there. <laughs> One would argue that Beth is the worst person in the show. It's true. But, he, he, you know, it's just the same situation, yeah? yeah? Can't handle you, so I'll build you a tablet to you, you can look at. But Rick is constantly, like, Starting war type yeah. things and killing people and putting the family in danger in ways that are like super extreme. So, yeah, for <laughs> sure. But there are also qualities about him that, uh, like the end of season two, where he kind of feels remorse and he turns himself in to kind of alleviate some of the pressure that his family's getting. But then you find out at the beginning of season three, there was a plan to blow up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a reason. He had a plan the whole time. But at the end of season two, you're like, God damn, look at this. He's doing something. <laughs> He's learning. Yeah. All right, next up on this list, that's not in particular order, but I'm going to read it in order anyways, would be Frank from Always Sunny. Frank. Uh, my, yeah. Um, I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen enough of Frank to know that he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And second favorite character on that show. Yeah. He's a horrible father. He's never been around for the two children that he's supposedly the father of, which is Dennis and Dee. The person who he is the real father of is Charlie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they have the strangest relationship. It's weird. But My two favorite characters mm-hmm. on the show. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> but he's literally insane. It's funny how his character progressed. Like, when he was in the beginning, like, he was kind of competent. He came in with all the money and everything. And then just as it... The, the series just went on. They turned him into Charlie more and more. Yeah. And he just was an idiot. And then the whole, one of my favorite episodes was uh, Rum Ham. <laughs> the, yeah. Yes. It's Rum Ham. And oh my God. The whole thing <laughs> is great. He's just goofy. Like loses it out at sea. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Wilson, Wilson volleyball yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. I kind of took that. Uh, when you first get introduced to Frank as more of like a facade that he wanted to appear to D and uh, whatever fucking Phil Collins name is Dennis Dennis uh, as he ha- he was somebody of importance but as you he, he's I felt like you could see right through him in the first time you meet mm-hmm. him everything yeah. I told I, I get I, I know what you're saying but I also felt like he was the same person the entire fucking way he's True. always kind of a grifter yeah. a con man type guy yeah 
He's from Jersey, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, you couldn't say like he abandoned the kids because he's with them almost every freaking episode. So it's like he's mm-hmm. back in their life. So, right. So is he making up yeah. for that? But he's still an asshole to them. So it, he's not really yeah, there supporting them. But... <laughs> not a good influence. Yeah, obviously they or they influenced him to be more like them. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. And they're all assholes. So, I mean, I guess he's kind of a good dad. He, he fits right in with the rest <laughs> yes. of the assholes. Yeah. He's a good bad. Yeah, the show is hard to watch. <laughs> I'm. You just have to be okay with not liking any of the characters. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Back to the beer. Mm-hmm. Right after this. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back, and the next beer that we have here is Pull My Finger, which is an India pale ale. Typical dad joke. Hey, kid, pull my finger. Um, This came, oh, well, I should probably read the side of it. It comes in at 7.1% ABV, and the note says, dank and lemony with a tropical fruit nose to help clear the air. <laughs> Because you farted. Um, <laughs> it has a matchbook, which is the little chalk design, as we can see right here in the middle of the can. A little matchbook. One of them is on fire. It is surrounded by skulls and bones. And I'm assuming burning ash. I don't know what the circles are. Uh, the circles just been on every can. No. They've been filled in or not filled in just type of thing. Fillers. What, one was asterisks. Oh, I rem- yeah. yeah, I remember. Yep. I feel like the uh, skulls and the bones are supposed to be like toxic signs. Toxic, you you killed somebody with your farts. With the toxic Mm -hmm. fumes. And that's why the can is green this time, as in stinky gas, would be my guess. Um, Other than that, everything else looks the same on the can, besides the dad joke. Oh, yes. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? The, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> because it's a bird and he just poops wherever uh, he wants. Good guess. Because, uh, man, because he has a cloaca. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> why, why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the P is silent. Bingo. Oh, oh, silent P. Pterodactyl. 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 Cool. So we got a danky beer. So it stinks. Oh, it's, it is stanky. It, it's darker than the previous couple. Yeah, it really is. Don't drink yet, pal. We're doing color. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not even on the smell yet. We're still on the eye. I'm ready to check this beer. I just chugged it. <laughs> just checked it. You know, pale's in pukey mode when he's <laughs> he's drinking before we beers. do the rest. Uh. We haven't even read the description yet, and he's already drank half his beer. Mm, I read the description. This is yeah, very this light. One. Very light. I think this one, this one, and hear me out, guys. Okay. This is the dad's favorite television program or channel, 
so he can take a nap on the couch <laughs> and keep his kids entertained during the Nickelodeon splat. Or he pooped himself and it came out Ooh. orange. And so <laughs> when he farted, he's like, oh, I got to change my drawers. Because that's how dads say it. They change, change their drawers. Change my drawers. Yeah, I can see that. Not the changing of the drawers, but the, the color. Uh, yeah, the color. Yeah, yeah I sure. can, I, well, That's why these are underpants. Down here, it's a little bit lighter by the computer light, but holding it up to that light, it's definitely more. It's definitely light. lighter, like, from the computer. And up here, it goes, yeah, well, to like a, a nine. Shade of light. Soft white to iridescent. A number nine. Well, what does it smell like? It's a danky. It smells like a Nick Splat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Danky call. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, it, it's really tough for me to like figure out what people actually mean when they say things are dank. Because mm-hmm. the the cool kids say that's so dank or uh, whatever, and the potheads are like, "Oh, that's some dank shit." And so, like, and, the, I... and the dads are like, "Me in my basement, so dank." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Gotta. I have. There's like a crack in the in the foundation, and there's it's like water it's just like leaks in there. So. It's so dang. <laughs> it's good for my my uh, my wine bottles to be down there mm. because it's nice temperature controlled. But you know, it does have a different smell. It's not smelling yeah. like a typical IPA. So I guess mm. that would be whatever the dankness is. It's very like light nose. Very hard to figure out. It just yeah. smells creamy to me. It does. I was kind of thinking. I feel like it might be bitter just based on the smell, but. Right. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for something that was musky. Yeah. Yeah. That's like how a, I like think a dad smell, is. like a like a cologne that your dad would wear <laughs> without it being like overly floral, you know. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it had, like Pale said, it's very like a very light on the smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really got to stick your fa- whole face in there to smell it. You got to just like splash it on your, your eyeballs <laughs> and let it run down to your nostrils. Yeah. Or get that get get your nose straw out. <laughs> Pull yeah. out. I mean, he's he hasn't put it away. He still has it. <laughs> uh, what Pale has on is those old helmets yeah. with the beers in it. Yes, but the, the straws from the beers go straight up his nose. Right. <laughs> and the reason yes. why he he brings it here and watches the games at home is because. Uh, his wife won't let him out of the house with it. You know, <laughs> you can't go to that ball game with that hat on. Are you a moron? <laughs> and you're like, how am I going to two fist my beers and carry my son to this great American right. sport? I need my Coors banquets attached to my head at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would get arrested immediately. It depends where you're going. If you're going to the Indy 500, you won't be arrested. <laughs> you'll yeah. be you'll be invited in and given more beers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's like a like a hundred mile radius <laughs> around the racetrack that you can be stupid and drunk, and you'd be like, "Oh, I was just at the Indy 500," and you get a high five and a right. slap on the ass by the police officer. <laughs> this is true. He'll open his trunk and give you another beer. It's like, oh, you look like you're running out of your banquet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Banquet beer. I don't quite have I don't quite have banquet. How would you like some Bud Light? <laughs> My partner brought his natty ice. <laughs> Anyways, I think you're pretty much spot on with your your bittery taste based on the smell. Yeah, it's there. It's I expected more bitterness. Mm-hmm. I I expected the IBU to be like seventy, and mm-hmm. it's nowhere near there. But it's no, it's definitely. it's higher than the previous two, right? It's it's definitely hiking up. Like we're getting on the the hiking up train. I feel like it, this is going to be the peak of bitterness. Hopefully, 
don't yeah. like them too bitter. Assuming the the two beers we have left are not going to be like this. <laughs> but, um, I just remember drinking this one, and I I think this was like my least favorite of them all, but it was one that I was like more willing to like get. It's it's more unique. I want to say the flavor is a little different because those first two kind of taste the same, and this is kind of we're on a mm-hmm. different course now. Yeah, it definitely is much more different. I think that's what it was where, like, I drank a couple of uh, beer that we'll have on in a little bit. And then a couple of the tapestry and a couple of the uh, Kiss the Grill. And then I had this one. I'm like, this is different. But I think it's different enough for me to actually want to grab some more. Yeah, this is hard to describe. Yeah. It's like we, my mind is telling me it should be tasting like the other IPAs because it looks similar. Right. It certainly doesn't smell similar, but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of confused. I kind of like it though, in a weird way. I enjoy it. It's uh, it's a nice change of pace, I guess, from the previous couple. It's got a pretty good flavor. There is a little bit uh, up in the bitterness, but also there's more flavor, like the the lemoniness that you mentioned is mm-hmm. quite nice. It is, a, I guess, the dank flavor is the other flavor that's there besides the lemon. I don't know, like when I first started drinking this, I was getting some notes of pear, um, and that was about the only like significant flavor I was getting, and then now like the more I drink it, the more that's fading away. I don't know if like hmm. my taste buds are just like going, overlooking it or something, but now it's just like hard to really like taste anything. I don't know, it's just very like straightforward, not a whole lot of hops, not much bitterness, like the dankness is like way scaled down now. I don't know. It's just, it's different. Yeah. It's hard to describe. Yeah. It's not bad by any means. I'm just, um, coming off of those first two, this is just different. Hmm. When you say that it wasn't as like hot, uh, copy, do you mean like as you expected or do you mean like it just wasn't hoppy for you or bitter for you? It just wasn't hoppy or bitter for me. I felt like this was more bitter than the other two, but really, I mean, to each its own. I don't know. Do you, I, I missed maybe what Keith said, but no, I was going to, I, I really didn't say much about this, but I'm just, I, I find that last one that we just had that kiss the cook, that one to be mm-hmm. hoppier and more bitter to me, but mm-hmm. I associate the bitterness with the hoppiness, I guess maybe that's why. I mean, hmm. it, I mean, it's right. It's yeah. right there, but uh, this one doesn't seem hoppy to me. Like I, I could be drinking this. There's a little bit on the back end. It kind of comes through. Um, I can get a little bit of the hops, whether that's left over from, but we cleansed our palate, so I don't know why, but I don't know. I think this one has a maltier flavor, but there is still like a lingering bitterness in my, on my palate, mm-hmm. but it's not from the hops. It's more from the malts, maybe. Yeah. I'm um, getting that maybe. too. A bit, there's, there's something there. Like a bittering finish a little bit more, but that pear taste is kind of faded. I don't know. Kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah, I think West Coast plus lemon makes it a really weird flavor. Yeah. But anyways, um, untapped. This one has I lost my place. Uh, two hundred and sixty-seven check-ins for a three point seven two. Oh, sorry. Uh, three hundred forty-two check-ins, two hundred sixty-seven ratings yes. for uh, three point mm-hmm. seven two. Um, I have four friends who've checked this in. Good friend Bill, Bill Cruzinger gave it a three point seven. Uh, no text. Rob Ecker, 3.75, no text. Uh, good old friend Patrick Doherty, mm-hmm. 
Got he him. was a little too malt heavy for my liking, but it was okay. Gave it a three. And my favorite check-in of all the world, even though he hated this beer, Doug mm-hmm. Edgar. Uh, we should be friends with Doug. Like, I'll just reach out to him. Yeah, we got to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. He's literally always insightful. He's coolest. I don't even know if he listens to the show. He gave it a 2.75. Dang. He said... Uh, med, just mediocre. I think he meant meh, like meh. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that. yeah, meh. Meh, just meh. mediocre, not great flavor, didn't love this. He didn't love it enough to proofread his comment. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's something. And I guess, like, if, you, if you're if you drinking a bunch of these from, from Bad Dad and you have this idea of what their IPAs have been tasting like, this is definitely a culture shock. Yeah, for sure. For you. I, I don't know, I like it. I was just noticing something on the can... There are five matchsticks to coincide with maybe the five fingers. And the one that's lit, it was the second one, which would be the pointer finger, which is the one that you pull. Pull my finger. Oh, look at you analyzing oh, that. Oh, fucking oh. big brain explosion. <laughs> Dang. I See how just... my brain exploded as a fart? <laughs> so, yeah, a <laughs> fart and you light a match to clear the air. But wow. Ooh-wee. Double meeting there. Yeah, nice Maybe I'm reading something into it, but it just stuck out to me when I was staring at the can. <laughs> you know what? That is a pretty good coincidence. And the <laughs> universe says don't believe in coincidences. Yeah, that's true. Zach here says, bitter citrus with some pine. It's a little dark, like there's some age on it, but not really hurting the flavor. Enjoying this beer. He gave it a four. He's also drinking it at Dickie's, and they're notorious for their warm beer. So I'm sure that yeah. probably... Didn't help with the poor. I think they had a bad dad takeover a while ago. I got Ken. Very nice balance of East Coast slash West Coast flavors. Refreshing and not overwhelming in either juicy or hoppy. But he gave it a three and a half. Nice balance, just not great, apparently, according to him. (laughs) I love this check-in. It has nothing to do with us, but um, it must have been Steve-O's first trip. Um, says great food, great atmosphere. He was at Oakley Brothers Distillery, so he was somewhere else. Alternating spirits and local beers, celebrating Pat's birthday, good times. Oh, and Nancy's fucked up. Bonus. So, <laughs> cheers to you, Nancy, for getting fucked up. <laughs> Yay, Nancy. Uh, here's a here's a picture on here that I find interesting. Uh, I'm tired of reading people's negative thoughts, but here's a picture. Negative. It's um, a group shot. Uh, it looks like someone's family because they vary in different ages. <laughs> yes. Like here's mom and dad on the ends, mm-hmm. and then like the the sons plus girlfriends or whatever, and they're all drinking what appears to be this beer, right? And so mm-hmm. the guys are, at least are holding up cans. Uh, the guy in the middle has a pint, and it seems like they're all enjoying this beer. And then you have mom on the side drinking something that looks like a fucking like Malibu punch <laughs> blue Kool Aid. <laughs> 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 I want to be part of your picture, but I don't drink IPA. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, this is a great picture. She's the DD. Yeah, she's the DD. Yeah, she's got Kool-Aid. Everyone seems to be super happy about having this beer. It makes me happy seeing uh, people out there having uh, good drinks. And the check-in is John's Magnificent Deck. So it's probably at his house is when he had Ooh. this. So super safe. You guys are doing your job. Good job. Doing a good job. Good job. John does have job. a magnif- magnificent deck, so... Yeah, gosh, his wife must be proud of his magnificent deck. <laughs> One of the biggest decks in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. The biggest deck she's ever seen. Dead jokes. <laughs> the biggest deck she's ever been on. 
I mean, look at the number of kids there. <laughs> you could fit all of them. <laughs> Probably takes a long time to wax that deck. <laughs> it's an afternoon for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has to take a nap after he's done waxing that deck. <laughs> you gotta love dad jokes. John, if you're listening to this and you enjoy our comments about your magnificent deck, hit us up, DM, I'll send you another four pack of this pull my finger. Uh. Follow us on Untapped. Follow us on Untapped or Twitter or Facebook. We'll or just Instagram, have to comment. Or all of the above. We'll comment on his check in with the link to this uh, episode. So we can <laughs> listen. Like, what the hell is this? Time, time stamp it. <laughs> hey, yes. check this out. <laughs> Drink in, deck out. Huh. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep my check in for this. Pale, are you ready? All right, I'll start us off here. I gave this a three and a quarter. Uh, probably Ooh. pretty, probably on the lower side of the what everybody else thinks. But um, I just said very light and almost hard to find the citrus notes. Um, it's just a lot different from what we've been drinking, and I think they probably accomplished what they were trying to do is just put out a like really easy beer to drink that would be like a hot hot uh, beer to drink for like the most of the population. And for those that don't like the overly citrusy and hoppy beers, but um, I was just, I wanted a little bit more from it. I definitely prefer like the first two that we drank, but um, yeah, it's not bad by any means. I'm just not crazy about it. So that's why I went three and a quarter. Uh, It's in triple territory. It's like, I keep getting like, I keep going down and down on my ratings. (laughs) Yeah. I would have to agree with you on where this should be ranked. I gave it a three and a half. However, I did taste the citrus, and the citrus is still in my mouth right now. Like, it won't go away. It's the lemon. The lemon will not go away. It's just sitting there right now. <laughs> I smell it now. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> a second time up, third time down, or however they say that. Um, I, don't, I don't know. There was the combination of, like, a piney, west coasty flavor with lemons i just i don't it was i do compliment them on the the attempt i think it's unique it's i don't know if dank is the word for it when i think dank i definitely think of something that's going to be like super juicy or super hoppy or something that's like a unique mossy flavor where this is it's just it's just an attempt to make something different um and kudos to you for doing that kudos to you for trying but uh, it's just not really a favorite of mine I, and i can remember why i even gave it that low of a score when i first checked this in mm-hmm. uh i will go next let keith pull up the rear i have a contrary opinion i give it a 4.25 it's my favorite one thus far mm. uh, i like that it's different i like the lemony flavor and what I said was nice lemon flavor with a malty attitude. And there, <laughs> the malts kind of stick out a little bit more than the hops. There's still a little bit of a hop flavor, I think, from the lemon. Whatever hop they're using brings more lemon to the table. But I kind of just enjoy that it's different. That's what I like about it, mm-hmm. it that it's 
different than the previous two and it's kind of a unique experience that it's not like other breweries are uh making the same concoction before i give my ranking um i was adding my purchase location when checking in on untapped i've been putting it on bad dead so i'm sure i'm showing up on their screen down there as dustin and i when we were checking <laughs> Hopefully. in or at the bottom i'm yeah. like that that's where my purchase location i'm not gonna lie i bought it at the bar um so apparently i unlocked a special badge i know you can't see oh, it on the nice. screen but i did not know this it's called midwest hustle it says thanks for enjoying a beer at bad dad brewing keep checking in to level up show the bartender your phone when you hit level two you get a free koozie level three you get a free pint glass level four a free 64 ounce growler i just hit level two cool. i'm nowhere near the bar so i can't get my free koozie. <laughs> oh damn it yeah i i'm at i think I think I'm at the free growler stage because I've had pretty much everything on their menu I've had. But that's pretty cool that they're offering that because I've never mm-hmm. seen that in any yeah, other that's nice. place that supports untapped like that. So man, I got so many badges on that check-in. Um, I'm up there with you, Saf. I gave this one a four um, just because, number one, it's different. And I like the multi beers and I like some of the citrus. So the lemon added to this um, was... It's just unique. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, I think they were going for that danky, like bitter, like you take a sip, like, oh, what is this type thing? I don't know. Like somebody farted. Not 100% sure what they were really trying to go for. But um, it's really light up front. The hoppiness, the bitterness really sticks with me at the end. Um, But it's just unique. It's malty. It's easy drinking. I think it's just as light and easy drinking as uh, Tapestry, the first one that we had. But mm-hmm. definitely, if I was going to the bar, I'd reach for these two out of the other, out of Kiss the Cook, because I was not a fan of that one. But mm. So I gave it a four. It's really good. Cool. We averaged 375. I did that math in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right with the uh, untapped average. <laughs> All right. So getting back to our bad dads on our list, moving on down, we have old Randy Marsh from South Park. <laughs> and, oh. I remember watching South Park in its early days, and Randy seemed pretty normal at first, but I think after they've extended all their characters that they just turned Randy into this freaking nut job um, that just does something completely off the wall. I will say the most recent episode I saw was their um, the pandemic special. I don't know if yes. you guys saw it. Where, I saw that one. Yeah. Where Randy's in fucking China with Mickey Mouse and he ended up <laughs> fucking a bat or fucking something, whatever the, the creature was. And that's what started COVID. So Randy Marsh was responsible for starting COVID because he interbred with some <laughs> animal that he had sex with oh, in China. Lord. Like, what the fuck? Why, why? Who sits in a boardroom and thinks of this shit? But um, it's just Randy because he's just he's out there. He's so nuts. And he just wanted to start his own like uh, weed business or something. He's he's just always crazy. On the most recent season, he became a weed farmer. Yeah. And on one episode, he's trying to sell weed to China because like how uh, blockbuster movies and stuff are all trying to sell to China. So <laughs> that happened. And then in the pandemic special, they flash back to him going to China to sell his weed. And like, this is what we didn't see. He's fucking this bat and he's creating COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> oh. Damn it, Randy. <laughs> He's just, he's so crazy. He's always like a side episode or like there's multiple things going yeah. on in the episodes, but he's like never around the kids. 
He's always got his own storyline because it's just like, oh, what's Randy doing now? Whose dad is he? Stan. Stan's. Okay. Yeah, Stan Marsh. Stan Marsh. So he's Stan's dad. He's just, he's a goof. Wow. He's always the crazy one. They turned him into the crazy one, but. Yep. Uh, then the other dad that we have is George Bluth Sr. from Arrested Development. And do we have Job on here as a honorable mention? I threw that one in as well because he's a, he's a, he's also a dad on the show, and he's just as bad. Yes, true. <laughs> well, he learned from the best, so <laughs> exactly. Uh, it all goes down to where he got his yeah, where he learned it from. Yeah. So George Bluth Senior, if you're not familiar with Arrested Development, not sure how you're not, but um, he had a bunch of money and he was pretty much corrupt, and then ended up going to prison um, for some type of fraud i forget what it was but yeah so the family had to come back together since they lost all their millions of dollars that they had that kind of went from like a rich life to whatever and so the son had to bring them all back together but anyway george he's just kind of funny he's out there he's completely aloof to everything that's kind of going around he's doing deals with saddam to sell yes. <laughs> like houses, sell in iraq. houses in iraq <laughs> oh there's just so many crazy he's, things he's just he's funny He's funny, dude. He buys his land in Mexico so he can build the wall. Yes. He's got a There's twin brother, money too. In the banana <laughs> it's always money There's in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> so, yeah, he's pretty bad. Yeah. Doing criminal things. I didn't realize that um, Job had kids in the show. I thought Job's S- kids were Marta's kids. Steve Holt. Is his Steve kid. Holt. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not that far in the show. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. It's not going to ruin the no, fact. It doesn't but I thought, it. It's just like, like a running gag because he's oh, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry you don't have a dad, but he is his dad. Like, he, he's always like oblivious to, and Steve's like trying to like be part of the family. And mm-hmm. Job's like, every time he says dad, he's like looking at like, George Sr. He's like, like where? that's your dad. <laughs> 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 he's just such an idiot. Oh, it's so good. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think it. they can bring this back, though, because the mom died, whatever yeah. her name is. Ugh. Oh, Lucille. 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 Lucille, yeah. So she passed away. Yeah, That's sad for Archer fans, too. Next beer. All right, our next uh, brew from Bad Dad Brewing is I'll Turn This Car Around. This is a New England-style India Pale Ale. Uh, 6.3% ABV. Um, The write-up on the side says, anyways, it says, smooth with no bitterness, unlike the family road trip. Oh. (laughs) I like that. Don't tell your mom. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is the same on every can. I've noticed we didn't mention that. Yeah. So we got a old station station wagon. wagon with a shit ton of luggage on top <laughs> strapped up to strapped the down with like a rope um it reminds me of like vegas vacation yeah, yeah. That's what i was thinking too yep i uh, got a briefcase or some kind of luggage with what the hell is like what the hell is that it's another i think suitcase. they're all luggage yeah things. they're all little suitcases oh, little just su- different angles different oh, okay angles. it's like purple and black uh like with some white text on it you guys ready for the dad joke give it to me all right. Uh, a time traveler was in a restaurant. He liked it so much. 
And then they have to fill in the blank. No, he liked it so much. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. He went back again. Basically. (laughs) He went back in time. Uh, He went back again. You guys are so close. He went back four seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? I was thinking that. I was thinking that, but I couldn't think of why it was punny. Yeah. Duh. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, that was good. (laughs) That one was good. Son of a fuck. <laughs> uh, the beer. Oh, wait. I closed the window now. It's looking dark in here. All right. Um, I think this is on par with all the beers so far. I think yeah. it's like in it's between. It's a little lighter. The, it's lighter than the Nick's Blad. Dar- maybe darker than the Tails Tails or whatever. Yeah, like, um, I don't know, six, seven, maybe an eight. I would go with six or seven. Yeah. I'll say eight would be another bad dad. <laughs> you want to include him in TV shows. Goku was never there for his family. I didn't realize he had children. So oh, I thought yeah. he, was a he, kid. Had, he had two kids. Oh, really? I thought he was a kid, too. <laughs> well, he was in Dragon Ball. Then Dragon Ball Z, he was the kid all uh, grown up, and he had children. And he, you know, up and died and left uh, his arch nemesis to raise his kid. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But then, you know, he came back and helped them. But still, he was absent for most of their lives. So it's a running it's a running joke outside of it of how, you know, the bad guy the former bad guy is mostly the kid's dad more so than Goku wow. is cuz he trained him more. That's another So there's two shows called Dragon Ball. One's called Dragon Ball, one's called Dragon Ball Z. I thought yep. they're the same show. They're no, a continuation, but it's an it's kind of like a, a different essence where they introduce more characters. So it started with Dragon Ball, then went to Dragon Ball Z, and now we're in Dragon Ball Super, which has ended currently. Um, the manga is still going on, but the anime has not picked up yet. So I'm waiting on Pale to watch all that shit because that'll be my favorite <laughs> podcast to do because that's where it all started for me. So that's gonna take a while. And small little, small little plug. There you go. Yeah. Three years later, we'll get to it. <laughs> what's, what's, what's this show called that you're talking about? Uh, anime the by podcast? Volume, I think. I think yes. we 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 stuck to that name. Yeah, it's still ABV. in development right now. So. We have one episode done, but yeah, I guess we're not released n- yet. Non-release. It's in post-production. <laughs> post-production. <laughs> post-production. <laughs> so uh, let's go with seven. Sure, Mister Clyde's ghost. Clyde, Clyde, Clyde. I mean, honestly, we're gonna split hairs. I can't tell the difference between seven and eight. Yeah, so. Goku. Either one. Goku's ghost. We have to do Goku now that you well, m- mentioned true. all that. But we could also say Clyde's ghost because every old dad out there has played Pac-Man, so. Very Who true. knows? Maybe the next beer will be darker. It probably is a stout. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from this light stuff. It's fruity. Yeah. It's also almost non-existent as well. But then you have like the sharp fruit smell to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. There, I get... Very fruity nose. Almost like a Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. Like a fake fruit. Yeah. Like a stone yeah, fruit. it's almost fake. Peachy. Yeah. Peachy. Apricotty. Peachy. Yeah. Apricot. Yeah, that's a good one. Honeydew. I'm actually smelling the like a dankiness in this one, whereas I didn't get a whole lot of that in right, the others. Yeah. Which is funny that you say that because during the break I read that New Englands are basically considered dank, like that's where the term comes from. So this, mm. since this is a New England IPA, you would expect this one to be more dank. Oh, okay, I think it was a it was bad description mm. on the last beer because mm. that was not a New England. Okay, there's some unique flavors there for sure. Whoa, yeah, hmm. it's a lot happening. Lighter than I was expecting for it being uh, hazy. Mm-hmm. Has this weird lingering taste to it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a 
I don't know, gives you like dark, damp area vibes. <laughs> like this is like the kind of beer that you get, like and you pull it out of like a jar. It's like a mystery beer. Like yeah. You're, you're, like, you're in someone's basement and you're like, oh, what is this? What is this fluid? And you drink it like an <laughs> idiot. Homebrewed moonshine beer that's been sitting on the shelf for a while. Yeah. There's like a dry, chalky thing to it. I, I don't know. I can get dry, I, yeah. Yeah, dry. I don't know. I just, all these New Englands, I, like I drink it and I think like a chalky to it like, like a chalky mouthfeel chalky mouthfeel yeah. like you just ate some chalk like chalk like yeah but like it's not bad like i doesn't i don't hate it it's just it's like different you just chew to tums chalky yeah there you go <laughs> almost like yeah <laughs> it, it's um i don't think this beer has it but it's almost like that lactose type yeah. chalkiness and maybe that's what it's the lactose yeah. is make is giving it that dryness they chalkiness. didn't say lactose there isn't any though so no lactose. Hmm. No lactose. Lactose. Fuck. <laughs> it lacks toast. It, it lacks toast. <laughs> it's toastless. But that's okay. We're tolerant. We're. <laughs> 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 Dang, Dad. <laughs> You're more the best one today. You're more dad than I am. <laughs> Your teacher, Dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were discussing earlier before we started this episode, like what kind of dads we were and Keith's the teacher dad and I'm like the real dad and Dustin's the real dad. Cat, Dustin's the cat dad and Saf's the doggy dad. <laughs> that does fit. So I think we're all qualified to do this episode. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I do spit some sweet dad jokes and I get <laughs> eye rolls from the children, so I know they work. <laughs> it's such a dad joke. Like, yep. Better believe it. That's the point. P- Pale's kid's not old enough to understand dad jokes, so not yet. He'll be in a few years, maybe. He'll have the have the skill. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, a couple years, he'll get it. I have I have a little notebook full, and like uh, every week we'll have like a new one. <laughs> Papa Pale's dad corner. <laughs> Papa Pale. <laughs> I don't know. I judge my dad jokes by the groans that I get. Yes. That's what you're supposed to get with a dad joke. Here on Ye Old Untapped, there are 385 ratings with a 3.89 average. My one friend besides Dustin, Dud Edgar, not bad. Wouldn't really call this a New England, though. 3.75, I believe just confusing because i feel like of all the beers that they have this is kind of on par yeah, it's not yeah. I, like the, looking at it it's not as hazy as like some of these are but mm-hmm. maybe because it's in can it, it looks different but i still think it has the flavor and the, the kind right. of feeling of a hazy now that i got that flun bubble out of my throat <laughs> uh yeah i do think that this one definitely has the characteristics but as you said it just isn't like super in your face you know new england style hazy let's go ipa there's not lumps and clumps falling out of your can yeah um but this definitely has like this sweetness to it like mm-hmm. a treat when you take a sip saf and doug are my check-ins so mm. good on that front. Oh, i've had this before yes you have what did I say? You said a lot of things. <laughs> I, no. I do not remember. You tagged me in it because I gave it to you. Yeah. Oh, Lena also checked this one in. She took a picture of it. 
I think it's the same Lena from uh, when Keith read earlier. I was just looking at pictures. Mm. Thanks, Dave. From Noble Tucky. My friends know what's up in the beer department. <laughs> I read it like if I'm from Noble Tucky. You My got, friends. You got friends in Noble Tucky. She gave it <laughs> She gave it a 4.75. She got a lot of people, friends around here. There's like eight people toasting her. I barely get one toast <laughs> a month, and that's good old friend Doug Edgar. Uh, this one I think you'll appreciate, Dustin. Um, I don't know this guy, but Adam M says the Reds will drive you to drink. As he checked this in and gave it a four point two five. Yep. Oh. oh my gosh, Lena checked this in again, and she said Big Mouth New England Deepa, full juice flavor and insane, insanely smooth. Double hops. Dank juice. Awesomeness. Truly my favorite. Grab that IPA brewery. She tagged in somebody. The only reason why I read this. Yeah, I saw that. It's fucking Morty. Let's go. (laughs) She tagged Morty. He's not old enough to drink. He's not old enough at all. Rick's the one that's drinking all the time. Here's one at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Nice picture. David T. said, really good beer from Fairmont, Indiana. Surprisingly good. Thanks, Billy. Stole this from your refrigerator, in parentheses. Having a beer with mom. I think Billy's the brother, probably. Could be. Yeah. Or dad. Or dad. I thought Billy was a big mouth bass. <laughs> <laughs> he well, sings songs. Seth's picture. <sighs> I was like, I know that logo. <laughs> that logo on that glass looks familiar. Isaac L. says, I can't really call it a nippa. Not hazy enough. I feel like it should look like M43 or King Sue. That's a nippa. Hoping it'd be juicier. Dank, earthy notes, not very bitter to be expected. 2.5. You can't really Ew. compare this to, like, King Sue. One of the biggest mm-hmm. beers in the country. Yeah, King Sue or a Two Toms beer. When I think New England, I mean, that's what I've been raised on. So, to me, this is like a baby beer. Um, not it's really. A baby, a baby A baby nippa. <laughs> There's so many Mortys. This guy's check-in picture is just a Morty. Uh, yeah, the multiple uh, multiple universe Morty. Morty. I, I've been scrolling through pictures like as of recently. This is a really cool picture. They're really good. Uh, it looks like a regular, uh, f- almost like a flute, but it's like wide barrel, wide-bodied flute. Mm. And the picture's all blurred. It's just a really nice bad dad glass kind of picture. Pretty good. I like, like, it. like colorful neon John Wick style. <laughs> Yeah, almost very John Wicky, John Wicky, and <laughs> ooh, I like it. Oh, I do. This is one of my favorite pictures so far. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, really good quality. Who is it? Uh, Joe P from the Kettle Top Brew House. Joe P's. So does Pale. <laughs> Joe P's like everyone pale. else has like <laughs> bullshit like pictures, like mine. That was a pretty good one. Um, I'll just tell you guys what I said on my check in. Oh, since okay. To uh, get this thing moving. we still got one more beer, I think, and we're mm-hmm. like two hours into this record. Oh, I went to my friends. I'm not my friend. I am me. I checked this in back in March. Probably when Dustin gave it to me. Mm-hmm. My thinking was, this is in New England. I should drink it quickly because they usually don't have a huge shelf life. <laughs> right. Uh, and I said, smooth and hoppy with just a slight bitter bite. And I gave it a 4.25. I'm sticking with that score. I really enjoyed it. I 
drank it down super quickly. I wasn't waiting for you guys to catch up with me. I was just enjoying <laughs> drinking this beer. Uh, it's really got a nice flavor to it. The, there's a, a strange flute, fruit, flute, no, fruit flavor. <laughs> I didn't taste any flutes. I don't know what a flute tastes like. <laughs> I never played the flute. Uh, I played the recorder in eighth grade, but I was bad at it. Probably tastes like a lot of split, uh, spit. <laughs> got that reed, the double yeah, reed in there. Wooden. <laughs> it might taste like that. It's got a little pininess to it, but yeah. I, I really like the fruitiness, and there's not overly bitter. It's not as New England-y as some of my other favorite beers from like Indiana City or Two Towns, but it's still it's highly drinkable. Right. I also want to keep my score. I gave it a 4.25. The same, I think the same day <laughs> that I got it, I gave it to you. Um, I And I drank it because, you know, New England's why you hold on to them, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think I didn't write anything clearly because I don't uh, any, <laughs> I don't typically uh, do that. Don't normally do this, so why am I going to start? Uh, <laughs> the flavor is fantastic. I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, I think of the Bad Dad beers that I've purchased, I think this one is the most purchased by me. Uh, I just keep getting this one. I like, you know, I like it. I don't, I don't know. There's no like big hit that I have against it, other than like it could be thicker. Most people are expecting New yeah. England's to be thick, and this just isn't that thick. But I don't know if I want it to be thick, right? So, I, like, without me knowing like what it could be, it's hard for me to say that it could be that and score it. But it's still a really great flavor. I like the 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 juicy flavor that you get when you uh, when you taste it. And it kind of lingers. You get like this nice little treat when you take a sip of it, and it's it's not it's not rough. I feel like when you're drinking hazies, there's always like the back of the throat burn. Mm-hmm. That's something, yeah. and yeah. That, I think that is like the shit that's sitting at the yeah. bottom of the glass. Like it just yeah. starts to chunk, uh, burn your throat after a while. Yeah, like you, you're thick chewing your fucking beer, <laughs> like you're drinking some old outdated milk. <laughs> we I don't think did we say what the IBUs in this is. No, we haven't. None of them. I don't. I, I don't have any more beer. It. I can't really tell. I know. I, I drank mine too fast. But it was really quick. It was. It was early twenties, really, because yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bitter at all. Yeah, it's pretty light. Oh, am I the only one that Maybe. has a swallow left? A swallow. I think so. I mean, it. It's like ninety-five degrees in this room. Right <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be hydrated. Yeah, like. I literally, this was full when I got here, and it evaporated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> out of his Yeti. Uh, out of a Yeti. That's an Under Armour, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's close company. enough. So, let's say it's a 21 Jump Street there you go. IPA. Yeah, or 21 IBU. Jump Street. Yeah, it seems like a like an old-timey like remake. Dad's like remakes. <laughs> Dad's like the original. Dad's like the original, too. Dad's like, oh, this remake is pretty good. That Jonah Hill guy is funny. <laughs> Oh, is it my turn? Yes. It's one of you two. It's my turn. Okay. Oh. Oh, it's Pale's turn. Oh, okay. It's my turn? Some bitch. Oh, it's Keith's turn. Keith? Okay. No, I'll go. I'll go. All right. Um, I gave it a... The person I'm pointing to. I gave it a... Oh, that's definitely me then. (laughs) I went four out of five. This is probably my second favorite of the night. I really like the juicy... And the fruity combination, um, and it uh, left a nice, a, a nice aftertaste, um, and it wasn't like super burny, like some of the 
New England's that we've had before. Bernie Sanders? Yeah, Bernie Sanders. The burn was oh, very oh, light. Week, week, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's? Uh, we, yeah. It was dead. It was dead. The <laughs> flavor was dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, the flavor was, the back end was dead. <laughs> but uh, it, even though it was not brewed with lactose, somehow I still was getting that like lactose like uh, mouthfeel. Or, you know, like what, it just seemed like it was, it was like kind of milky, but not, I don't think they wanted to brew it that way, or I don't know. <laughs> I'm uh, off the rails here, so I'll pass it over to Keith. Uh, I just took the last swallow, <laughs> and I was swishing Bring it around. professionalism back to this. Uh, um, there was a lot of hops down <laughs> at the bottom of that can, no. <laughs> I was struggling there. Um, yeah, I did try to like bounce between our two yeah. glasses because I knew it was going to come out. That's what I always thing. do. I but always, if it says New England, I try to like. Yeah, I, I did the swishy, keep but swishing back and forth, black and forth. Black I, and forth. I, I got the chunks, I guess. Um, I just said a very light and good nippa, um, smooth and light, very slightly hoppy. I, I consider it more like an intro New England style. That's a good way to put it. I mean, because we've had so many. Good styles from Two Toms, as you said, Indiana City. Um, I think everybody else is just more that punch in the mouth type of, you know, style. You're just expecting full bodied, not something light and citrusy. But this was like super light. Unpopular opinion, 450, uh, which they're hazy mm-hmm. in New England's aren't the one that were under under scrutiny. It was their slushies. Yeah. They did do those pretty well. They don't do them anymore. They just make slushies. Yeah. yeah. Like that's all that they released. Like the whole nuggets series that they had going oh, on. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's those like, were ugh, so good. Those were gone now. Fruity nuggets, gold nuggets. Um, I still, the ripe nuggets was like there. really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Mario one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super nugget. Super Bros. Bros. That was great. But some of those, you know, that would leave that hoppy burn, which I was not a huge fan of. Like you said, it's just super chunky. But mm-hmm. um, this one was just super light, very smooth. I gave it a four because I would reach for this one. Honestly, I thought drinking the first one that we had, the Tapestry of Obscenity, I thought that one felt more like a New England style than this one. Um, I know that was more like yeah. West Coast, but I thought that was their New England style until we got to this one. I'm like, oh, they do have a New England style. But yeah, you definitely get more of the right. dankness. I know what they're saying with that style. It kind of sits with you a little bit different than some of those other IPAs do. But, I mean, it's good. I'd definitely drink this one. Between this one, Pull My Finger, and Tapestry, I'd reach for these three out of their IPA styles. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% agree with you. i drink that. If I'm feeling heavy, probably Kiss the Cook. Yeah, if you're just there for but, one beer, uh, grab Kiss the Cook. Mm-hmm. And... But if I'm grabbing a four-pack, it's going to be this one. Mm-hmm. Make a choice. Agreed. All right, so we got some more dads. Bad dads we got to discuss here. Dad uh, me pale. We got two dads from Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh, Stannis Baratheon and Tywin Lannister. Um, Stannis Baratheon, uh, he is part of the Baratheon family. He once thought he would be the king of the Iron Throne after uh, Robert Baratheon passed away. Um, but... It was to be Renly Baratheon, and he so he had Renly killed, and then later on he was taking his army, and he was going to march to Winterfell, and um, along the way he had his daughter with him, Shireen, uh, and he was a, I thought he was a pretty good dad up until he had to make this 
awful decision. So his travel to Winterfell, they were getting into very like cold and snowy weather because Winterfell is like snow wintry like all year long. So um to to clear some of the snow out and make it a better like climate to travel, he had to sacrifice his daughter to this red <sighs> priestess witch. So he basically his daughter was burned to death <laughs> and uh what a dick. So the red priestess could clear some of the snow so his army could survive the travel to Winterfell to battle Ramsay Bolton. Bros before daughters. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like pretty awful decision. Like probably one of the worst dads on this list. Dang. Just like sacrifice his daughter like because that's what the red priestess needed because she had I think it was cuz she had the blood of the king. Like king's blood is what they called it. Mm, the so, royal bloodline. Yeah. So she yeah, it was awful. And then uh Tywin Lannister uh he's the father of Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister, and Tyrion. Um, he's of Oak Charles Dance, by the way. Yeah, Charles Dance. He's a great villain. So. Oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> um, he I, I felt like he was a good dad to Jamie and Cersei, but completely despised Ty- Tyrion because he oh, and, yeah he blames Tyrion for the death of his mother, which was. Tywin's wife and so like the whole family is against him um he's he's the imp on the show the short guy he's his face is deformed um they really dumbed him dumbed his look down in the show from the like the book he looks like way worse in the face but uh and then there was a because Peter's gorgeous yeah that is true he's a really good looking dude and yeah like the book describes him as grotesque, and you you cast Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I was going to ask if the book had pictures. How did we know what he looked like? He just kind of just it. Good, you know how books go. Good, yeah, they they spend a whole page on describing some character. Yeah, J, uh, George kind of like threw it all together as like the worst possible. And who knows if that's really what it was like? But it's like here's what people look at you like. It's almost like discrimination. People yeah. view you as a monster. Yeah. Um. Tywin, Tywin slept with Tyrion's girlfriend, right? Well, it's because she was a prostitute. Yeah, she was like, yeah. And that, so, not to, I don't want to spoil it, really, because Keith still has interest in already a sacrifice daughter. I don't know these names. They're made, Tywin Lannister sounds like Bannister when you're coming down. (laughs) They just switch the names around. I'm like... Look quick, the guy sitting at his house looking for a name. Oh, let's call it Lannister. Like, <laughs> nah, whatever. I, I don't know any of these names. I'm horrible with names. So you could tell me somebody dies. I won't remember. Yeah. Um, Everyone dies. No one, Nobody ever dies on the show. Bullshit. <laughs> the whole cast changes no every died. season. <laughs> like all 150 characters survive. All the, <laughs> uh, all the way. Yep, all the way. All the, all the way to season seven and eight. Oh, oh, Homer Simpson. Okay, uh, he—he's probably an alcoholic. Uh, he ch- he chokes, chokes the shit son. out of Bart like all the time. Um, child abuse alcoholic. Child abuse alcoholic. <laughs> uh, Forgets his wife. Meltdown. I don't know how he keeps his job. Terrible at his job. Yeah. 
Pop. I mean, I feel like you could just throw in all the animated dads in this situation. Where you could be Homer or Stan or Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're all the same dad. Marsh. They're all the same. Yeah, they're all. They're, I think they're all <laughs> descendants of Homer, though. They're all. Yeah. They all take yep. parts of his personality in these different animated shows. Right. Even Rick has like the alcoholicness and all that. That's shit. true. Mm-hmm. It all started with Homer. It all started with Homer. So we can just put him at the top of the animated category. He's 100%. Yep. yep. All right. We'll get back to the final two dads after our final beer right after this. All right. For our final beer, we have Your Grounded Mister, which is a coffee stout with chocolate. The notes on this one say, if you were as smooth as this, you wouldn't have gotten caught. Um... The coffee comes from the Abbey Coffee Company. Their logo is also on the can. This one has blue accented colors. So all of them have been different colors, which is pretty cool. It's like a can you collect them all type situation, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the It uh, comes in at 5.8% ABV. The can shows a broken mug, and then it's surrounded by coffee beans. So that's where you get your coffee from. I feel like with the coffee beans, there should be like Hershey bars or something to show that it has chocolate in it. But right, uh, I still get the point with the mug and the coffee. Dad joke. What is the difference between coffee and your opinion? I already read it. <laughs> um, they're dark and unimportant. Kelly, you have a guess? Cacao, uh, none of your business. <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly what it says. <laughs> wow. No, it says, I asked for coffee. Oh. 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 Love it. <laughs> yeah, dads are out there giving their I mean, opinions all the time. Yeah. I guess that works because he's in a crabby mood because he's like, you're grounded, mister. Yeah. It fits. I like it. All right. So tell us about the color, Dustin. All right. So the this one is dark, dark, dark with a little bit of red, red, red bottom. Yeah, yeah. it is like a little... Got a little hue to it, depending yeah. on the thickness of your glass. Yeah, so it's it's definitely down there it's in n- the forties range, not in the black territory. There's maybe closer to the fifties range, like a like a K two S O or a Cedar Caesar's fur. Maybe um, I'm trying to find like the best dad reference, and I'm just not seeing one. Freddy's a dad. Freddy is a dad. Yeah, but I, he's uh, whatever the name is in Rick and Morty. Bitch. <laughs> yes. What is that? <laughs> That's doing. Use that language around here. Bitch. 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 <laughs> but in one of the movies, we learned that Freddy has a daughter. I, I feel like it's darker than that. Still, yeah, it's it really is. Close it's, to K2SO. Starting, yeah, starting there. If I had a robot daddy, K2SO would be my <laughs> robot daddy. There you go. That works. Coffee. I got coffee. Coffee nose. That's all I can smell. Coffee. Hmm. As an aficionado of stouts, I should be able to pull more out of here, but... Do you get chocolate? I, th- I think I get a hidden chocolate, there's, but there's it, the chocolate. coffee is really the strength. I get a little bit of chocolate, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm getting the, the cacao. The cacao. <laughs> the cacao, you later. Cacao, you later. They <laughs> <laughs> should make a, a beer called Cacao Tippin'. Ooh. It smells like a... Like, I smell fudge, like a coffee fudge brownie. Yeah, so I don't know about that. Like, I can't. It's the chocolate's faint for me. I don't. I can't say that I have something that I can be like. It's a fudge brownie style of like chocolatiness in my nose. I I like 
quickly did like a drive-by sniff and I got like a black cherry and I don't know where mm. that came yeah. from. No, I, I, I get I, that I, too. I, I see where you're getting it. Yeah. I was initially thinking prunes, but okay. Yeah. But the, cherry definitely a little bit, probably a little bit more. Let's drink. I think I agree more with the cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see what our tongues say. Hmm. I'm tasting a fudge brownie. <laughs> <laughs> um, that changes, but the flavor of chocolate is, I can tell more with yep. the, the tongue mm-hmm. versus the, the smell. And that could just be allergies. You know, June's the worst time of the month or some, year for got me. Got some June gloom. It's definitely a stout. Oh, for sure. That roastiness, it's like, is that the coffee or is that just the roast? I enjoy coffee. Yeah. And I know they call it a coffee stout, but I don't know. I've never had this type of coffee. I'm used to the Fort Wayne local coffee that they've been using. I have not had the Abbey Coffee Company, which sounds amazing. They're from yeah. Marion, Indiana. Right. I have a little bit of like this aftertaste of eating chocolate covered espresso beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I'm getting notes of Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Yeah. Your taster's all fucked up. (laughs) I don't know. It's 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 late cherry. Well, cherry and Dr. Pepper. So. Yeah. 23 flavors. Pick one. (laughs) At least two of them are coffee and chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is unique. I like it. I'm getting like a. Chocolate raisin taste. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if I were to like Prune. eat some like yeah. chocolate raisins or something. Yeah. You know, uh, raisin and chocolate are both part of Dr. Pepper's flavor profile. <laughs> hmm. I think we're onto something here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hill Saf decided to die on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's just something about this um, where it kicks up at the end. And it could be just that Dr. Pepper flavor that we're discovering here. Whereas if you normally drink a stout, you have this almost like parabola style, not parabola, but kind of like this uh, logarithmic curve down towards the zero plane Mm -hmm. where it just kind of like continues forever where you just kind of always taste it. Where this one just kind of like step flavor and drops and then does something else. Yeah, it does. Which is really interesting. Hmm. I've tasted things that did similar effects like this in more of like scotch ales and porters did something similar to when you taste a flavor that you're expecting and then does like this uh, nose dive or this hairpin turn into like another flavor does like a 180 and then it's like wait now what am i tasting this is yeah different than what i was expecting yeah and the stout flavor is persistent it just does a whole another another thing there's something on top of it yeah there's something there but it's chocolatey and it's a little bit coffee-y. So I, I think it hits it its mark there. But there's mm-hmm. just, it's hard to pinpoint it's, either one. It, yeah, it's diff, it, It's just like a different version. It tastes different than any other coffee stout or chocolate stout. I can't compare it to any of the ones that I've had. And I like it. Oh, for sure. I like it too. Mm-hmm. Just feels like it needs something more. I think the... Like the low ABV is throwing me off. Like it's more of the porter style. That's what I kept thinking. Yeah, it's like, I'm like it's I don't almost know, like it's a like, porter than a stout, but it pulls down. I don't know. It's like like you need that low ABV to kind of like elevate the like the coffee and like the chocolate a little bit mm-hmm. more. I don't know. Like, or maybe it's just like it doesn't have that bitterness like some of the stouts that coffee stouts have. So I don't know. It's just it's different, but. Still very, very tasty. Yeah. 
Should we jump to untapped? Yes, please. Uh, out of 562 check-ins with ratings, it's been checked in 769 times, but rated 562 times, we have a 3.88 average. So pretty high up there, pushing that four. I've had three friends, two are present. Mm-hmm. One, I think, is in the other room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My other friend is Keith. (laughs) I have. Uh, Just to talk about that elephant in the room, Allison (laughs) gave it a 3.25. Elephant outside of the room. Oh, elephant outside of the room, yeah. She did not like it. She, it it is, it's different. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's still Dr. Pepper is the thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah, it's just like I described something uh, a while ago. I don't remember if I was talking about a beer or some like weird experience I did. I used to use Dr. Pepper's creamer to coffee because in the dorms we didn't have a refrigerator, <laughs> so we couldn't have creamer. Yeah, you got that powder bullshit. Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, so we we had a coffee pot, and then we had soda, and so we'd make, brew a cup of coffee, and then we'd you'd crack open a soda, and then double caffeinate it. Yeah. <laughs> the creamer was also caffeinated. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, that's kind of what this tastes like. <laughs> yeah. Anything good for the people out there? I'll just read the first one I see, which is Brody. He said, very good, happy wedding, and gave it a 3.75. So somebody had this at their wedding. That's an expensive beer to have at a wedding. He has a can of it, so maybe he brought it himself. I don't know. Ooh, smart dude. <laughs> Tyler F. said, not as full as, it, as I expected, but delicious. Gave it a three seventy five, and I'm seeing a lot of the ratings where they're like not, yeah, not as full or not as multi as expected, but still pretty good. Yeah, like Dave said, unremarkable. <laughs> three point two five. This oh, person this... Shane B, I didn't see what he rated it, but he had a cool picture of a two Tom's glass. I want. <laughs> I thought this was one of your check-ins. It's got oh, a yeah. A bunch of cats right, in it. <laughs> 100%. But yeah, Shane B., let me know about that glass, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a snifter or whatever they're called. Yeah. Really cool glass. And it's got the original, like, two times coloring, the blue and the green. Mm. I think that's their uh, Barrel Society Club. You get a bigger glass. It's got color to it. No. John H. Benjamin? Who knows? <gasps> Maybe. What? Heavy chocolate and coffee on a smooth stout. This is going down as a favorite for me. And he gave it like a 475, it looks like. JRG checked it in with the uh, the underpants. Uh, oh, yes. yes. Good old tidy whities Tidy whities or whitey tidies? I always call it tidy whities yeah, I always go back and forth because I don't know. <laughs> You're right. You have me thinking of that. I've said both. <laughs> Shit, which one's I right? have two. I think I'm... Whitey tidies, tidy whities. I feel tidies. like I say tidy whities more often. I don't think I have a standard way of saying it. Yeah, I don't know. What, however, it rolls off the tongue at the time. I think I think I say whitey tidies. Tidy whities. It's probably I've said that a little bit more often. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same page with yeah. the I think whitey tidies. Tidy whiteies? Tidy whiteies. Tidy whiteies. Whitey tidies. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I honestly think it is tidy whiteies from what, what I'm used to saying. It both make, both ways make sense, though. 
so they're both correct. <laughs> there's they're no, both correct. There's no argument. But. <laughs> I just create a, cheer like a, a Twitter poll. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. What is the correct way of saying this phrase? Well, if we're ready to check in, I'll go ahead and get this party started. Let me read this last one. Okay. Dr. Drunkface M. Oh, him. Yeah, I read oh, that. Oh, Dr. <laughs> Drunkface! <laughs> Welcome back to the show! <laughs> <laughs> From last Sunday, not gonna lie, been a rough week. <laughs> but this was a great way to start it before everything went left on me. Big roasty coffee on top of oatmeal, I think, and chocolate. Definitely worth seeking out and if you're a coffee stout junkie like me. 4.25. All right, now, Keith? Well, I kind of have to Keith. agree with Dr. Drunkface, because when I read that, I'm getting hints of like an oatmeal stout. So it's a bit of a drier feel. It's a little bit more on the dry side. Because um, normally when I've been drinking these stouts... Like uh, I just had from Two Toms, uh, Trace Leche, and all that cream and the sweetness oh. and everything else. Oh, it's so good. I had it last night. Um, that I, I'm expecting, you know, something a little bit sweeter, but this ends up a little bit drier, which, you know, stouts typically do anyway. So um, it's almost like, is there that oatmeal or not? But this is one of the beers that I had. I think this is the first beer I had when I met Dustin at Bad Dad when we got these cans that I had on draft. And I think I'm going to stick with my original ranking and I'm just giving it a basic four because I feel like this could be so much more than what it is. And what it is, is amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing how it is, but I feel like there's something that could be added to this, whether you double the coffee, you double the chocolate, um, hell throw this in a bourbon barrel, age it for six months to a year. It would be freaking amazing. Um, just, it feels like a good base to go off of. Like it, it's just the chocolate and the coffee. It, neither one really stands out. It blends well together, which is great. But for me, it just tastes like a basic stout. Since I've had so many other stouts out there, it just, it, it kind of feels middle of the road. There, it, it, it's hard to find its identity, whether it's not purely chocolate, it's not purely coffee, but Kind of somewhere in between. Because I'm so used to Summit City Stouts. And that, man, they pump that coffee in there. And all those, you can really get those notes of coffee. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is just kind of middle of the road. It's great starter beer. And I'm excited if they take this other places, start adding some other shit to it. Um, it would be freaking amazing. So I didn't want to go too high. So I kind of kept it right at a four. Because it's got so much potential to be even greater than what it already is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. I give it a four as well. Going through my, you know, when you said that there could be things to add to this to make it better, like I've been going through these things in my head, like what really could make this beer better? Uh, vanilla, mm-hmm. oat, more oatmeal to make it actually an oatmeal style. Mm-hmm. Caramel flavoring. Oh, yeah. Uh, some sort of barrel age would yeah, be probably sort of, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, peanut butter. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Right. Uh, so it's a pretty good starter, I think, right? So you have like this base and it's a really nice base. And so your grounded mister as a base, you know, your next beer can be like, uh, I don't know what this would be like for dads to say what's worse than being grounded, but like no, no TV for, or no phone for a month. <laughs> yeah. And like, you can say like, 
is a peanut butter your grounded mister or something you know something that's better and the the name of the can would be something worse than being grounded well i think they but, could do like a bourbon barrel and say you're grounded mister for six months and say it was six months it, right. it was <laughs> barrel it was aged for six, six months. months so i'm like that would be pretty funny right yeah so. Or you're grounded for a year, mister. And, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, aged for a year. Grounded for eternity. <laughs> you will never see the light of day again. <laughs> uh, I went, I'll, I'll, I'll go. So kind of bring it back to the, to us in Fort Wayne here. Uh, I went 375. I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, I think it's a good starter beer to the coffee stouts. Um, a good base beer. I think there's more that they could do with it. I think maybe they're trying to, um, bring in like new craft beer drinkers, uh, to this and, uh, not go like super heavy with it. Cause I think they could have definitely taken it up to like a eight or 9% loaded in more coffee and chocolate and just really made it super full. But, um, I don't think they were wanting to do that. And, uh, but for us, I think we wanted a little bit more, so I can't go too crazy about it, but still, I'd probably pick it up again and, uh, drink it if I was looking for something easy, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. So the both of you were expecting a Java, Java mouthfeel right <laughs> yep and java the hut a, yeah J- java the hut you know get a full body but more coffee i can see that so i will read you my check-in which says great chocolate and coffee flavor with a low abv allows this baby to go down super easily mm-hmm. with a 4.25 which i'm i'm just gonna stick with that i think if i was checking it in now i'd probably give it a four but i'm really splitting hairs there between the mm-hmm. Four and a four point two five. Um, my current check-in would probably mention the Dr Pepper flavor that I'm stuck on with like the cherries and licorice and uh, other plum and flavors that I'm getting at this mm-hmm. moment. But uh, I I don't know. I it is a really solid uh, chocolate coffee stout, and like you guys are saying, it would be nice to see them play with it a little more and really just go all out with it. But as it is right now, I'm, I'm a fan. All right, before we reveal the last two dads and our top three. We can do top like three. Personally, yeah, I think that personal top threes would be good. Or we can try to vote and, or whatever and see like if we can decide on like the top one. Or something. Yeah. Uh, we should actually bring up the brewery, right? Uh, do them some due diligence. <laughs> uh, they're located in Fairmont, Indiana, which is on mile marker 255. On I-69. It's like the on... Gas City exit or something. No, the Gas City is 35. This is the one afterwards. Yeah, the it's one right the one after that's Gas heading City. towards. Yeah. This is the road you take to get to Lafayette. Um, it's on 26. It's uh, it's not that far. I mean, it's not that bad to drive for us. It took me 25, 30 minutes to get there. I also had nobody in front of me on 37. It took me 40 think... minutes to get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another 20 minutes. About an hour. Yeah, it takes, uh, I think, like an hour for... Uh, it took hour to get down there, right, Keith? Yeah, for me, well, I'm on the east side of Fort Wayne, so it was about 20 minutes just to get to 69 for me, 
and then about an hour south of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I kind of envisioned it would be like a good halfway point, but mm-hmm. the fact that you have to loop around the city just to get to 69 kind of throws that out. Yeah, that's no big deal. I'm happy to drive down there and meet you guys anytime. I mean, I'm sure I'll drag Pale along with me one time. We could just do a live record down there. That'd be awesome. Check these guys out. Reach out to somebody. Uh, hey, let's get you know show in. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about the brewery uh, from their website or from Untapped. This is from their website. Yeah. All right. So a beer on a path less traveled. We believe that great beer doesn't have to be limited to the big city. Hell yeah, buddies. That's why we're putting our own spin on our favorite styles from across the country and bringing them home. Ultimately, we believe that beer can bring people together. After all, it's a family affair for us. Started by a dad and his sons, we're focused on building something worth experiencing, sharing it in northern Indiana, and having some fun while we're at it. We brew big flavor beers on the path less traveled. Let us surprise you. I will say the biggest surprise is that they don't open up until 4 fucking o'clock on a Saturday. That is true, and that does irritate me because I was going to check them out way before I met you, Dustin. I was down there for a uh, robotics tournament, and I was there with my friend. I'm like, well, hey, let's go check out this brewery, and I pull up the map, and it says closed. Doesn't open for another hour, and I'm like, I'm already an hour away from home. I don't want to wait around an hour just for this brewery to open, Mm -hmm. so you missed a sale. So we went home. I don't want to hang around that long. I've been there since 8 a.m. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to leave. <laughs> uh, went, tried this twice to go with my friend. Uh, one of the times we got kind of roped into helping my buddy Robbie move, which is important. But another time we went, it was like uh, 1 o'clock, and we were driving up. The, or I guess it was like noon. And we're like, oh, the brewery's open at 11 or noon. We're good. We're halfway there, and I checked the GPS to see how far away we are. Because I guess he was asking. He's not a big fan of driving. And so I was like, yeah, we're about, oh, they don't open up until four. He's like, oh. I'm like, all right, so take a, take a right right here. We're going to Pax Verum instead. Because yeah. Pax Verum is open. Uh, and then another, yeah, like, so totally been able to miss out with him. Because it's still a 40-minute drive for him. You know, it's not something that's readily available. And he's a dad, and he would enjoy the beers and whatever. So, Is the, he a bad dad? No, he's no. he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's a stay-at-home. Uh, Matt, he's the one who did the the uh, Rocket League and the guest thing. He moved back to uh, Indianapolis. But anyways, um, uh, the leftover beers. Scott bought two of everything thinking I was going to share these, and Andrew already has all of them, and we just, <laughs> we're just drinking them here. I'm just going to take the rest over to his house and be like, here, you didn't get to try these. Here's all the beers. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, I will say, just looking at Untapped at the Bad Dad overview, their average is a 3.82 out of all their beers. They have 8,823 ratings out of 94 beers. And their top rated beer, or, well, their most popular beer, which is the most check-ins, I guess. Is the tapestry of obscenity? It's a pretty good rating. It's not their highest rated. Their highest rated beer is something else that only has like seventy check ins or something, but that has the most check ins, and it's also got a pretty good score. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. I can say global high to low. I'll tell you, their highest rated beer is Midlife Crisis, which is a Russian Imperial Stout. It's a four point two, but it's only got seventy seven radians. So. What's your lowest? 
Oh, I don't know. Let me give me a second. Lowest rated beer. Well, they don't have any ratings. It's oh. chocolate raspberry swear jar, but it's got zero ratings. <laughs> oh, I'd like the swear jar, though. I thought the swear jar was pretty good. Yeah, I can't really tell you. I can tell you they're at least popular beer, which would be zero rating, so not helpful. Uh, let's get back to our final daddios. All right, final two dads. Dexter Morgan from Dexter. I kind of forgot he was a dad, but I stopped watching after like season three, so I will quickly go through that Dexter is a serial killer that kills other serial killers. Um, his, I don't know if they were married. I'll say girlfriend just to be pc because i can't remember if they ever got married uh they have a kid together and then because dexter is kind of hunting this other serial killer that serial killer kills his baby mama so he's kind of responsible for this kid losing his mom uh i guess the fact that he is a murderer makes him a bad dad but i I don't remember him ever spending any time with this kid because i stopped watching like once this kid was born basically so i can't tell you how he was as a father figure um anthony cooper from lost um i think i'm the only one that watched lost and this is a big one he he was the father of john locke who was a huge character on the show one of the main characters we don't really we only see anthony cooper in like four or five episodes but he's never around and um when Locke is like 50 or so, he tracks him down to find out who his real father is. Um, Anthony Cooper cons him into giving him his kidney and then abandons him again <laughs> uh, because he's like dying of whatever. He needs a new kidney. Then um, so Locke tracks him down again and Anthony Cooper pushes him out of the fifth story of a window paralyzing john locke he doesn't die but he he's paralyzed until he goes to the island then he can walk again because the island has mysterious powers but it's a pretty bad dad to like steal your kid's kidney and then also push him out of a five-story window yeah mm. this doesn't make sense i thought everyone was on the island all the time we see flashbacks every episode has flashbacks uh, to no. different so characters. arrow we're watching arrow yeah Char- i mean character like, building lost was first arrow stole it from lost <laughs> and instead of flashing back to the island where Arrow is, it's flashing mm-hmm. back to the world where everybody came from. Arrow's a of lost. So, yeah, I, I would say he's he's up there in the bad dad territory. Yeah, uh, son, I'm going to reconnect with you just because I need your kidney. Yep. And then, <laughs> oh, you, you, you're going to track me down to confront me? I'm going to sh- tackle you and shove you out this fifth-story window <laughs> trying to kill you. So do we want to say the top three? or Well, I guess what's everybody's top one we just yeah i was thinking each give our own top each give our worst dad that works yeah stannis yeah i'm gonna go with stannis he actually killed his daughter he had one daughter and he fucking killed her dick that's he's not a son so once you kill your kid are you a dad (laughs) (laughs) sure you're no longer a dad (laughs) like he yeah he just like fucking killed his daughter and was like i'm not a dad anymore he no, it wasn't even like SIDS or anything. He <laughs> literally fucking killed his daughter. I think that, I, yeah, if you are the worst dad, if you kill your kid, I, I don't think there's topping that. I feel like the Game of Thrones, like even on this list is just unfair because <laughs> it's dark and it's intentional. Like, 
everybody kills everybody everyone dies or everyone fucks everyone so like yeah he is he's the worst dad yeah yep uh, i think i agree with that and they locked her in a fucking cell because she had the illness that that grayscale illness and so she was ugly to the crowd and the oh they didn't want it to spread because uh, that's what it it does it's I, oh okay they locked her in there because she was hideous because she was unique to have that thing and they're like we can't have our daughter looking like this out in public so we're gonna lock her up in a tower but you're right she's yeah. contagious but yeah fuck them stan is the worst yeah he's absolutely 100 percent. again i feel like he's just like out of like out of this list he's like unfair unfair advantage for second dads i am in between anthony cooper and walter white walter right, white I'm would be my number two that. I've not seen Lost, and I think Anthony Cooper is a piece of shit. Like, uh, behind murder is attempted murder, I guess. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, especially when you rekindle that relationship with him, yeah. only because you needed a kidney. Like, there's no other reason for you to try to reach you, out to your son. You make your son feel bad for you just long enough so you can con him into taking his kidney. <laughs> Doctor probably is like, "Well, you need to get right, make it right with your son to get you know like, a donor." A donor, and then so he did. He does it for that one reason. Doesn't care about getting close to his kid. That's definitely number two. If we pull out Stannis as like an unfair advantage, like <laughs> Anthony Cooper probably is like number one on the list. There you go. Because like Homer, even though he like chokes his son, like there's a lot of like comedy to it. Uh, Frank is part of the group, so I feel like there's a lot of yeah. comedy to that. I'd say George uh, George Bluth. He, I mean, he really didn't do anything for his kids. He was like never there, even growing up. Yeah. When you see the flashbacks, like he was really never present in any of his children's lives, and he scarred all of their lives by doing like, "You better leave a note, or you'll lose your hand, or whatever." Like, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't do this, and it's uh, like, then the kids are always like left screaming. Yes. I mean, but that, again, that's bad. more of a comedy type thing because it was a comedy show. Yeah. You always have to laugh at it. But when you look at the real side of it, it's like, yeah, he was a piece of shit. But in more the real side, like Walter White, like I could see somebody, you know, attempting to do that in like real life, you know, but he was a dick. Even though he had cancer, he hid it from his family. He hid it from everybody and just tried to do it all on his own. Very selfish while hurting everyone around him. Yeah. Could make a case for any of these guys. Moral of the story, don't be a bad dad. Be a good dad. But go to bad be dad. Be a good dad. Go to bad dad. <laughs> have good beers. To have good beers. And be a, and be a good dad. Be a good dad. Good go to bad dad. Get some good beer. <laughs> but make sure you lace up your, your, uh, your, your new, new balances. New balances. <laughs> Fire up that grill. <laughs> That's a lot of good and bad to keep track of. <laughs> Goodbye and good night. Goodbye and good night. <laughs> Goodbye and good dad, bad dad, bad dad. <laughs> bad night and bad day. I mean, good day. Good, Wait, good dad. Good day, bad night. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Until next up. time. Next time. Until next time. Drink next up time. and drink geek up. Drink out. up and geek out. Next time. And geek out. Do that next time. Bad dads. <laughs>